You're you basically are a millionaire at the end of the year. That's right, yeah. Go from five K to like From five K to a million in a year. Me and my buddy, we make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy. Alright, uh welcome for joining us guys. This is uh the inaugural Table One podcast. Uh my name's Justin Young. This is I say my name, yeah. I'm Art Parman. There it is, he's got it right. <laughs> uh but I don't know, we're just going to sit around and talk some gambling, uh, some poker, and uh, some life stories, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. That's right. And for those that don't know us, we play our own reserved game on Table 1 at the Aria. We organize games weekly, daily, depending on you know who we know that's in town, all that jazz. Um, yeah, it's a fun game. Uh, drinking's encouraged, as you can see. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, you know, it's more about having fun, uh, just trying to get away from the robots, the, the hoodies, the sunglasses, the, the earphones, earphones, the earbuds, uh, like, you know, just trying to get away from uh, the, the, the monotony of uh, normal poker these days. Yeah, you know, make poker fun again. <laughs> <laughs> I think you coined that. So what should we talk about? Uh, honestly, I thought the first thing we should be talking about is, uh, you know, how we each got into poker and uh, why we decided to love it so much. And hate it sometimes. That is, that's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go first. I started playing in Virginia online. Uh, that's my hometown. Well, since I was in third grade, uh, and just classic money maker boom. Did well in some tournaments, which destroyed my life, and uh, <laughs> also improved it at the same time. But um, yeah, played online for a bit. Moved to Vegas uh, at. The ripe old age of 21 and three months. Uh, How long were you playing online before uh, you turned 21? I started at 18, totally, legitly, legally. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't get introduced to it until uh, until my friend showed me like Paradise Poker back in the day. Oh, yeah. The the free rolls. He's like, you can win real money doing this. I'm playing. I'm playing these sit and goes, these free ones on Party Poker, and they showed me Paradise Poker. We. Uh, yeah, we would play together, just kind of sit there and, and learn a little bit. He lost interest pretty quickly, and I was fully devoured by the uh, clicking buttons and possibly winning money. Uh, that was probably, um, I think it was like end of the end of the summer after I graduated high school. So it was like was I was eight, I was eighteen and a half. Yeah, no, it was two thousand five because oh, yeah. I am regular aged and you are old. That's right. But uh, but no, yeah, I. Uh, I got into it on Paradise Poker, um, you know, swiped my dad's credit card and put some money on. Uh, did he know about it? Uh, he did not know about it. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, no, I, I put I put the money on a few times, and, you know, 50 here, 50 there, and then, you know, I uh, I think I, I had saved up some money, and I put on 1000 uh, and I just, like... I never had to redeposit after that. I, I ran it up to, God, I don't even remember how, how it started. I was thought of myself as, I couldn't, I couldn't do well at the uh, 25 cent tables, so I moved up where they respect my raises at the, the one, two, no limit. Right, right. Yeah. And that went well. <laughs> I, I knew it. I was a genius. They folded sometimes, yeah. And they always called when I had it, which was nice too. <laughs> uh, so I did that. Um, I did that for a while until I found... Uh, Poker Forum, uh, liquidpoker.net, that was my oh, wow. classic stomping grounds. It was like StarCraft crossover players that were learning poker. Mm -hmm. 
and it was a good good community of guys that uh, that were all trying to help each other get good at poker. Um, so you didn't read books or anything? It was just all through like talking to people and like trial um, and error. So I bought a couple books, um, but mostly no. I was just I would just go on the forums and try to like figure out what other people were doing, and then it was like a good good spot to brag post when you had like a big win where you like called someone down with ace high or something and you're like look at this hand guys i'm really good at this game i did that for a while uh but i was also going to college for my first semester um God, yeah 2005 2006 i was going to college for six months wasn't taking poker too seriously do you even know what your major was i thought that's what you were gonna say i was gonna be a political science okay. major uh, I had ideas that I could be a good lawyer, but um, yeah, not <laughs> not really sure yeah. about that so much anymore. <laughs> Imagine this guy representing you. He's the only thing standing between you and 15 years. <laughs> Officer, listen, he was asking for it. <laughs> I've drunk way more than this this morning. That DUI should be taken off the record. Yeah, never mind the flask at the security <laughs> checkpoint at the courthouse. Just tape it to the bottom of the desk. <laughs> Yeah, so I thought I'd be a lawyer. I started playing some college home games like uh, free roll, $50 buy-in, $10 buy-in, stuff like that. Um, didn't My friends kept losing interest, basically, and the games would not be there anymore uh, until I basically stopped playing cash games online, and I would only play tournaments, and then for cash games, I would play live home games, so like... I found I found a, a game in my local backwoods area. They were playing twenty five cent, fifty cent home game, fifty dollar buy, and I was like, oh, perfect. I'll I'll play here. Played for two or three Sundays there. Uh, they then one of the guys introduced me to another game. You know how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I think it was one dollar, two dollar, right from the bat. After that, and uh, we played in some guy's garage. You know, it was smoke filled. It was like. I was just like, I don't know. I didn't know it was heaven, but I was in heaven. I was like, man, this is this is great. I'm, they're all just they're all just smoking and drinking like idiots. I'm over here. I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna take all their money. Uh, and then you know, found one other game after that, uh, which became kind of my. There was no smoking at this place, which which I liked, uh, but but it was uh, it was more a regular core group of guys. It felt less shady. You know, there was the yeah. the garage game. It was a lot of like. You know, tatted up guys with the uh, with buying in with a lot of twenties. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Twenty <laughs> was the biggest bill I ever. <laughs> Sometimes they only give out twenties. That's right. Uh, so yeah, no, I played I played some home games um, in Virginia until I had a couple big scores online in tournaments, and then I was a tournament player after that because I knew what I was doing. Specialist. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Got uh, got married in 07, so two years go by. So and you're 20 years old at this point? I'm 20. I'm 18 okay. when I start playing and going around to these home games. Then I'm 20 years old uh, when I get married. Uh, and I asked my wife on our honeymoon, I said, Bobby, uh, what do you think about Las Vegas? And she was like, no. I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've, never, we've never been there. Uh, she's still 20 at the time. I'm... I'm still 20 at the time, actually, when we get married. And then she was like, no, absolutely not. Uh, fast forward March of 08, 
I'm 21 now. She's still 20. Uh, I win a I win a package, an EPT package to uh, San Remo. Okay. And I Did you take her. I took her with okay. me. That's key. Yeah, <laughs> she uh, she enjoyed the the whole experience, even though she didn't get to see me much. I, I was it was basically a hotel, you know, tournament at noon. Yeah. And then. Grind. Yeah, right, exactly. She gets me for a couple hours in the morning before yeah. the tournament starts, and we would walk around the little city of San Remo. Um, and I ran deep in that one. I got, I don't even know what place I got, but it was like 20s or 30s. I, I cashed for like 20K, which oh, was like, huge to me yeah, at the time. Yeah, money when you're 20. Yeah, and I had won a package, the package online. I had made friends with Jason Mercier uh, while I was there, and and, uh, and he, he went on to win it. And Oh, did you get a piece of him? Uh, yeah, that was the beginning of my lucky swaps. <laughs> I was a, I was a lucky swapper for a period of time, until I wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I had a small piece of, of his win, like one two percent. I had uh, have a have a photo I, if I could dig it up of uh, of he of he and I holding up the the deuces for the two percent. <laughs> uh, and then my wife and I we went back home. Uh, he went on to you know get stabbed in the bar and. Oh, on his way to Monte Carlo, and uh, some some apparently some Italians have issue with rowdy Americans after they win poker tournaments. So well, you won't have to worry about that. I know. I will not have to worry about that. But back then, I was worrying about it. And uh, yeah, no, we moved back. Uh, that was that was I think March into April, something like that. And um, and then I floated the idea to Bobby one more time, my wife, and I said. I said, what do you think about Vegas? <laughs> and she said, okay, yeah, we could try it for a year. And uh, I got online, uh, never been to Vegas, sight unseen, uh, found, a, found a rental on one of the old, uh, you know, pre-hot pre pads, pre-apartment yeah. finder. Somehow I found a, found a place and I, I researched a little bit, like, where's a good place to live in town, you know? I, did not quite land in the best place. I was, <laughs> I was, uh, what part of town? I was, what side? I was like Charleston and Buffalo. So yeah. I was, I was, I heard Summerlin was nice, and that's as close as I could afford. I think <laughs> I like yeah, bubbled. Somewhere. I bubbled the rentals. It was like fourteen hundred a month, and I was like, oh, well, I did just cash for twenty k. <laughs> I'm basically rich. Been <laughs> here for fifteen months. <laughs> so, so we packed up the U-Haul or the Penske actually, because I, one of my buddies had a little little deal on a Penske for me to, to rent and packed up the dog, packed up my friend John, my dad drove the U-Haul or the Penske and me, my wife and my friend John and the dog followed behind him uh, for four days basically. We, we slept in the car, we got a hotel room one night, we had, yeah, our dog was just like not doing good on the last leg of the trip. We were, I think we got an apartment in like Albuquerque. We're like, all right, we're going to make it tomorrow. We can't make it tonight. We've got to stop. We got a little rinky-dink motel. We stayed there for the night, and then crack of dawn, we came to came to Vegas. And then, of course, we get here. I've never rented anything before. I don't know any kind of procedure. I get, I we get in the place. There's no, the power's not on yet, so <laughs> I, I have to go the next day. Now this is May, mind you, in Vegas. It's over 100 degrees already. Uh, it must have been the hottest May because. Every year since it has not been that hot, mm-hmm. but then again, every year since I haven't had to sleep on the floor of the yeah. <laughs> of the house upstairs before moving my furniture in, <laughs> and the the we put the windows open to try and do something with the heat, but it's just hotter out there than yeah. it is in here. 
and the little they had the little vertical blinds and they're just going <laughs> all night long and we're just like cannot sleep we're, we're just tossing and turning on the carpet uh and the next day uh my wife made me get made me get a hotel room because she's yeah. smart and i am dumb <laughs> i can do this and then you just do it out of pride because you're like ah i'm fine yeah and also it was the start of the world series and this is this is a good world series introductory story because me and my friend john were like excited to get there right before the world series started we had only seen it on tv and we just like we we're like going. We're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to the world. So you're in the hotel. You're good, right? And she's like, yeah, I guess I'm good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, I, and anyway, we go down to the Rio. Uh, we we find the poker room. We're like, this seems we kind of small. <laughs> we don't go to the big convention area. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We just parked in the parking garage, walked over to the poker room, and. And we found... There's like six tables. Yeah, yeah. six tables. Uh, we sat down and played 2-5 No Limit, thinking we were, you know, hot shit. That's the biggest game they had going. Yeah. Um, and At the World Series. Though. That's right. We're at the World Series, baby. I'm like, this is a little overhyped from what I've seen on TV. <laughs> not, where's everything else? Anyway, we played for like four hours. Uh, can't remember if I won or lost. Uh, and then went home. And then the next day... We figured out what, what what the hell we're supposed to do. I probably helped you as well. <laughs> I just can't believe we took a whole day. So what was your bankroll when you came out? Or was just like the twenty? Like would you have like twenty k plus like another like ten or something? Or yeah, I had twenty k. Uh, my plan was to play a couple of the tournaments. Um, I had a small network of friends from uh, from my poker forum days, mm -hmm. and I, so I played a couple tournaments. Oh no, actually. Uh, you know, I did play a couple tournaments. I bricked them. I played a little five ten because you know why not? I'm totally rolled for it uh, with my with my twenty k. When you're twenty one, you're rolled for anything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I play a little five ten. Basically, break even between tournaments and five ten over the course of June, uh, and then I decide, I decide I'm gonna play the main event. Of course, I'm here. Got to play the main event. Uh, sold half of myself to one of my friends in my network. You know, I didn't know what markup was, so none of that yeah, craziness. Well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I sat next to Larry Flint in his oh, wow. in his golden wheelchair. He he rolled up and uh, and was right on my left. I I had to look over this way the whole time because he was just like <laughs> he didn't give a shit, man. He just he would just look at his hand like this. Everyone at the table was looking at me to see if I was looking. I was just like, I'm not looking. <laughs> Anyways, I ended up making, I think I ended up making an eight high flush on day one and a uh, guy check raises me on the river and I shove over the top for like an additional... Poker exchange. <laughs> additional... Yeah. In 2008 or whenever this was, that seemed very reasonable by the way. Yeah, I was like printing. He was going to have top pair a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Trapping me the whole way. Right. <laughs> so I uh, so I got stacked in that hand to go out. I was kind of sad. I lost 5,000 in one tournament. I was like quarter of what I had <laughs> I was a little dejected and then uh, I basically putzed around I never played 2-5 I always played 5-10 after that I was just looking for like my new home and I would play I played at Bellagio I played at the Wynn um, pretty much just back and forth between those two places and then I just waited for like tournaments and I was playing online tournaments at the time too yeah, so, so legal 
for a while then. Yeah, and I was I was holding my own there. Uh, I can't. I had a couple big scores back in the day, but I can't remember when they came. Like in that sequence, I think. I think I met you actually in this first year in October. Yeah, if you remember. At Caesars, if my memory is correct, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Caesars. It was they had a big series, fifteen hundred or twenty five hundred buy in. I used to love that poker room. I really did. Oh god. I, I thought that poker room, the poker chips, those dirty fluorescent like chips or whatever they had. I recall. Yes. <laughs> I like those. <laughs> totally clay with the gold lettering yeah, and all yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. But uh, no, so I. So I played the, that tournament, uh, made the final table. I believe Michael Phelps was in that tournament. He was. It was that tournament, yeah. Yeah, and I think he final table too, didn't he? He, he either uh, final table or he got like 10th. Like, okay. I, think, I think he got somewhere between 9th and 11th. I'm pretty sure sense. I busted him. If, yeah. I, if I recall, I busted a lot of people that tournament, <laughs> yeah. and he was one of them. <laughs> and this is actually, I think this is the first tournament. So I bricked my tournaments I played during the series, didn't really play anything else. This is my first cash in a live tournament other than oh, San special. Remo. Yeah, yeah. And I and I end up winning the tournament. So, but we were at the final table together. I think when when there was four or five people left, we had played a couple small sessions at ten twenty no limit because yeah. I had taken some shots because I was a idiot with the yeah. yeah I'm smart so I took some shots uh, and and yeah there was a handful of people left and I, you were like or I was like do you want to swap I think I said it because I was like. Still high off of like knowing someone in Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. I got to swap with this guy. He looks like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> 2008. I think we all we all knew what we were doing if we played hands <laughs> yeah. to the river <laughs> against other people. No. Um, yeah. So we we uh, we swapped a small piece in that one, and I think I owed you a couple grand for yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. cash for like it was like 80k, 80 or 85k. And yeah, that sounds right. I think I got fourth or fifth in the tournament. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. You you were out shortly after the swap, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you made a good trade. Uh, I was sad, but then at the same time, pat myself on the back. I remember, yeah, I, I went to go get a drink, and I came back in, and I, I watched the rest of the final table, because whatever, that 5% or 3% or whatever we swapped, like, that just meant the world to me. I was just like, oh, I'm going to get rich without doing a damn thing. Uh, passive income, baby. <laughs> this, this swap thing is great. This is what they talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. So, uh that was the start of our, our friendship, I think. Like, uh, yep. I paid him for it, basically. <laughs> paid him to be my friend. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I won that tournament. And then I I think I didn't really play many tournaments again. Because I, I, now I was rolled for 10-20 for sure. Like, I was totally rich <laughs> and, uh, and wealthy. At least 80K. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's 80K. <laughs> that does that lasts a long time with 10-20. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so I, I had that 80K. Who knows what was left of it by March or April of the next year. But I, but I cashed my, finally cashed my second tournament. And that was the win, the win Classic. And I won that one as well. <laughs> my first two caches in Vegas, I won the tournament. That's, that's the, worst, the worst thing for you. <laughs> just this young 21, 22-year-old getting to Vegas and just be like, oh yeah, poker, so easy, this is great. Anyways, won the second tournament I ever played. Never won another one since. <laughs> Wait, is that true? That can't be true. Uh, it's definitely true. <laughs> uh, maybe online, but live, definitely not. Well, as someone that backed you for a handful of years, I, it definitely seems true to me. <laughs> but I just thought there was some success between that and when I started backing you. But I guess, why would you need backing 
if you kept on winning tournaments. That's so, right. Especially right. It, it all my, makes sense now. Especially with my healthy bankroll management. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that happened. That's true. How'd you get into poker, buddy? <laughs> I don't even think I've ever heard your origin story. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll just go back to super young. Uh, my whole family played games growing up. It was an obsession of my dad, my brother, myself, even my mom. Just backgammon, gin, chess, hearts, spades. Um, even uh, he wasn't a family member, but we considered him like a brother or whatever. Our friend Mike Whitley would come over after my parents got divorced and the four of us would stay up all night just playing games, cribbage, just everything, anything we get our hands on. Even uh, the divorce, long game of hide and go seek with <laughs> your father. <laughs> <laughs> But at the time, I was, uh, I don't know, I was pretty uh, lonely to myself, kid. I don't know. I liked sports a lot. I was good at sports, but I, I didn't really have m many friends. You know, it was a lot of like pickup games of basketball and football in the backyard. So like at night, I, I didn't have anyone to hang out with. So it was just me and my dad basically playing games. And when my brother was around or my buddy Mike or our buddy Mike, we would just sit there and play games all night, every night. And um, to be honest, like poker really wasn't on the radar. We played a handful of times. It was part of like uh, this game Tripoli. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but like. It's like there's like a three different uh, version of a, like a larger game, but like one of it was poker. So my dad lightly like taught us how to play, but like five card stud type stuff, like not uh, not like hold'em or, or PLO or anything like that. Okay, so it's like mixed game, but not. Yeah, no, yeah, it was. It was we, we played five card stud and five card draw, and like that was that was literally it as far as it came to poker. Okay. Um, but like all that to say is like we were obsessed with games and like. And how old were you in that window? Uh. I mean, my parents got divorced when I was 10, but I was obsessed with like chess when I was very young, maybe like five, six years old, mm. um, and just kind of like expanded off that. And like any new game we could find, we would just learn the rules and play it to the best of our ability. And we would talk strategy after we played the game. It was, it was a whole thing for us. So uh, after, after that, uh, again, never really got into poker, but when I went to college, I went to NC State for uh, mechanical engineering. Awesome, joined a fraternity. Fantastic. And then uh, we started having poker night at the fraternity house, like maybe once a month, twice a month, something like that. This is about the same time Rounders came out. Ah, classic. Yeah, which is the, the first poker boom, really, you know, as far as I'm concerned. It was like 98. The old guy's poker boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so a lot of guys thought they knew how to play, and we're all playing dumb stuff like uh, Bloody bloody Sevens and Iron Cross. and AC Doocy? AC Doocy. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, Guts. Oh, Guts. Oh, Guts. Guts is like the best You game. told me about that one. I, I haven't played so, that one. So for those who don't know, Guts is, is fantastic. So everyone like, uh, uh, whatever, anties initially and you get dealt uh, a hand and you can, you can uh, improve. And then everyone holds their hand over the muck and then you go one, two, three, Guts. And anyone, if you drop your cards, obviously you're done with the hand, you fold it. But if you hold your hand, you have to match the pot. So everyone matches the pot that is left and then you do it again. And like until like, <laughs> Until like there's a showdown and then the person scoops all the money or whatever, but like there were, people thought there was bluffing involved, including myself. Like this. Is how so you're like, just all in every hand. Well, it was like match the pot. So say there's like two dollars in the pot or something like that. Yeah. If you hold your hand, then. But there's know. unlimited rounds. No, I think there was like two or something. Okay. Like that. <laughs> I was gonna say you just wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait them well, out. And that, that's kind of where the bluff is because like <laughs> if no one drops their hand on the first one, it's just like oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm coming out. I'm done in this one. But then you start like ah. You guys are idiots, you know, like I got the best hand. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, like, uh, as much as I was obsessed with, like, poker, I 
I'm pretty sure I lost in the fraternity games just because I saw how tight everyone played and it drove me nuts and I was like, I can bluff these guys. But the thing is, like, even though they were tight, they were like, it looks like you have straight flush, but I got a call with my two pair. You know, one of those, it doesn't matter what I have really, it just only matters if they make like, you know, two pair better. Well, that was kind of like the, the simulation. Little long distance foreshadowing of your poker career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck these nits! It really was. It was just like, I mean, I could play boring and make a little bit of money, or I could have fun and maybe break even. So that was, that was kind of where it was. Uh, but like you said, you had the, the moneymaker boom, I had the Varconi boom. And like, I know that sounds weird. Ooh, I've never heard of the Varconi boom. I, I mean, it's, it might only be me. me. <laughs> it, it could just be me. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but like, it, it was literally like, I, I was staying over at uh, my now wife, uh, Morgan's place. And she goes to bed earlier than me. And I was just going through ESPN late at night, probably two or three o'clock in the morning. And they had poker on. And I was like, oh, I love poker. This is great. And like, Helmut said that like he was gonna like uh, shave his head if Arconi won. It was like that one, that final table. It was, it was fantastic. I've Either never way, seen it. Oh, it's, it's it, is, it is great. Like we'll to dive it, into the archives and check that one it out. Is, it's it is cool. So either way, like it's it's one of those like uh, before whole can stuff too. So like it wasn't as quite riveting or whatever. You would just see like someone go all in. The announcer's like, oh, he went all in. What do you think he has here? And it's just like, oh, probably aces or kings. And because back then, like that's the only thing people went all in with. Sure. Um, but either way, like, I watched it, and, like, I didn't think Barkane played very well at all. Like, I, I was, I'm judging him. I was probably drunk and high, like, at, at the age of 20, just be like, I don't think he's very good. I could take this guy. <laughs> and, like, during one of the commercials, I think it was for Paradise, maybe for Party, I can't remember, but they had, like, a, like a commercial to, like, sign up, and it was just like, oh, if you sign up, you get a $50 free bonus or, like, 100% match bonus up to $100 or something like that. I was like... I don't have much money, but I have $100. So commercials do work. <laughs> Speaking of, table1.vegas, there's a sign-up sheet on there. You just you just go to the website, sign up, <laughs> and then uh, you'll come get a seat with us at uh, table one. We'll give you a 100% bonus up to $50. It's the... <laughs> up to 50 definitely, to spend at Javier's or <laughs> anywhere that you a want. A burger or... <laughs> A lot of good places. Yeah, seriously. You sign up, I'll get a ding on my phone. You can put all your friends on there too. Yeah. Just just I'll get dings constantly on the on the old hip top. <laughs> also known as a phone pocket. Anyway, carry on with the story. Barconi sucks, you're great. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought it was anyway, so I, I get on there and uh, just taking advantage of every single free roll I could, like trying not to touch my fifty dollars, honestly. Uh, like I got like a limit uh, Limit free roll tournament, like for first place, was like a hundred dollars. Oh, that's a game within itself, right? The bonus whoring yeah. back in the day. Oh, man, yeah. There were so many sites making so much money, they could just give you. I didn't even know about Rakeback ever. Yeah. I never had it. <laughs> I, <laughs> but yeah, you just. Bloop, 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 bloop. And I, I just kept on grinding that, and it's not like I did great or anything. I think I got my bankroll up to like maybe four or five hundred dollars on there, which was a ton of money. Like I, I like I was working uh, through college. You know, fifteen dollars an hour, which was was plenty back then, honestly. But like, I drink a lot, or drink a lot, drink a lot. Uh, yeah, drank definitely. Doesn't stop. Drink I, now. I stop. Uh, but you know, I, it was just a, it was a fun like hobby pastime or whatever. Like any any night that I wasn't doing anything, poker was just the easy fix. It was just like I'll just hop online, or or if Morgan went to bed. I was like, oh, I'll just play online for a couple hours and until I get tired. This was this was you're still twenty and like yeah. this is your. 2021, 20 22, somewhere in that. Getting, yeah. in, getting into it? Yeah, I think uh, officially I was 
maybe 20, it was either 20 or 21 when I actually put in my first $50 That's, online. So still in college. Yeah, for sure. And like, I, I had no aspirations to do anything other than be an engineer. I was just like, this is good to kill the time. I love games. This is fantastic. Yeah. And then uh, graduated, got a real job, uh, worked for the government for a bit as an engineer. Um, but Morgan was still had one more year left of school, so she remained in Raleigh, and I moved to uh, uh, Cherry Point, North Carolina, basically, or Morehead City, near the beach of North Carolina. And uh, I was by myself. Like, it was literally, I'd go to work, I'd go to the gym, cook for myself, and then play poker until I, I couldn't keep my eyes up anymore. Then I would set an alarm for like 4 o'clock the next morning, play poker until I had to go to work. I, I left work at like 6, 6.30, so I got another like two hours in, and then I just repeated it every single day for like a long time. And I wasn't playing big, I was playing like... Yeah, just just enjoying it. Poke till you can't yeah. poke no more. That's, I think it was sort of like 10 cent, 25 cent, or like maybe $1, $2 limit. And back in those days, in party poker especially, there was no such thing as like two, five, no limit poker. Yeah, three. I think three, six was the... Well, for you, you're older, yeah, so you um, were... Sorry, it's a theme, he's old. Uh, yeah. Uh, for me, it was three six was the big game on on, on Poker Stars yeah. when I was when I was coming up. And actually, your thing reminded me that when I would I had like one computer class when we were in school, and I would I would spend the whole time just like playing poker while the teacher was talking. I'm just like my goal is I got to pay for this class, <laughs> even though yeah I just I had to pay for it by the end of it. I'm gonna make more money than the teacher while she's teaching. <laughs> like I gotta I gotta I gotta play. And then when they would walk around, minimize the screen, yeah. and then they walk back and bring it back up <laughs> I'm just trying to make just trying to make a couple hundred bucks while I'm here <laughs> so t to that point this is funny like during my senior project we, we had to design something for Caterpillar and I had a great group like a lot of smart guys and they were fun to hang out with but anyway like we, we did such a good job uh, especially since uh, one of them did a lot of the work anyway like I had free time that I, helps. and like someone like told me that there was like an online casino and I was like, oh, okay, I've never done anything other than like poker, like for gambling for money. So I, I got on there, I discovered roulette, and I played online roulette for like two months. <laughs> I probably lost $100. And I, like, I kept on like thinking I had a system, and like, oh, well, it lands on like, you know, black twice in a row, can't do it a third time, or I, whatever dumb, like 21 year old. like. These are the people making your yeah. uh, heavy equipment, guys. <laughs> But like it was great, like we all just crowd around and like root together. It was it was a it was a fucking great time. But anyway, yeah, that was a that was your college gambling yeah, I mean, adventure outside of poker. I, I wish I could say that's the last time I looked at a, a chance game like roulette, and they're like, I think I can beat that because I know I definitely did for like Caribbean stud and like oh my gosh, just blackjack. I, I I thought I was I was smarter than the casinos were smarter than math. Figure that out real quick. Um, Justin, really. smarter than math, young. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I'm still doing it. I'm, my goal now is to like. I know I, I play video poker or whatever, but like I try to out drink how much money I lose in the in the in the machine. Which That's is smart. That's yeah. smart. It's a ten dollar beer sometimes, and you know if you drink fast enough and lose less, it's you win sometimes. And sometimes it's a six hundred dollar <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I did that for a while, and even when. Uh, uh, my wife eventually like moved down with me, uh, or she was just my girlfriend then. Um, I was still just playing a shit ton of poker. Like I'm talking 40, 50 hours a week. Like I would guess is a probably a low estimate. 
So I'm working 40, 50 hours a week. I'm playing poker for 40, 50 hours a week, and I have a living girlfriend. Um, Not much time for sleep. Yeah. And it it got to a point. So basically what happened was it it literally happened over the course of like three months. I I can't remember the exact three months it was, but where party poker went from the biggest game they had online was 25, 50 cent, no limit. And they increased it up to $25, $50, no limit. And it, it literally... They would slowly release like these new tables. They're like, "Oh, come play a fifty cent dollar." I'm like, "I'm stupid, sure." Just like you know, I was like, "Yeah, my bankroll, whatever it was." I was like, "That's worth it." I would do that, and then like the next week, they would just open up a two five table or a three five table, and it's like, "Yeah, I can do that yeah, too." I'm going up the stairs here, baby. <laughs> and then like ten and a quarter, and then like twenty five fifty, and like I literally went from playing twenty five cent fifty cents to like twenty five fifty within six months, and it was, it was. The hottest I think I've ever run in my life, obviously, because like you yeah. can't you can't sustain that kind of stuff unless you run hot. Sure. Um, but once I got to the twenty five fifty, so what your bankroll went from like I, I maybe had like two or three thousand, and like by the time I got to twenty five fifty, it was probably around like fifty to a hundred thousand. Oh my god, that's yeah. a nice run for a college yeah. just out of college just, student. Yeah. And like, I'm, <laughs> you know, I have a great engineering job. Like I'm, I think at this time I'm making like forty, forty five thousand a year or something like that. So which you're is not going to sneeze at. But you're not spending like any of your poker money. No, like, it's like you, I, I don't have. It's just online. It, yeah. I, Net teller. Shout out Net teller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I literally start, I, I started winning so much, or what I considered so much on there, that I was like, I should start getting some of this money. So it's just leaving it all. On <laughs> yeah. the account. So I literally every morning I would just wake up and I would just go to Net teller or, or go to the site and I would yeah. just go like thousand dollars in my account. And like I literally just got thousand dollars every single day for like quite a while. I can't believe I got audited by the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I was cleared up of everything. I was just too stupid to know how to report stuff. <laughs> I did pay everything. <laughs> but, but it's just it, my it, internet it, money. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's for the internet. It doesn't mean anything. So around uh, 2005, I decided that I wanted to try to be a professional poker player. Uh, 2005. So what to? To recap, that you started college, what year? Uh, 98, so I graduated in 2002, got a job in 2003. So you worked for two and a half, three years? Yeah, that's right. And But you were also pokering along the way. Correct, yeah. I was, I was big into it. I, even the first tournament I played out in Vegas, I ended up chopping. It was a Bellagio Daily, which was fantastic back in the day. Like Another it, it, first tournament. <laughs> Yeah. Big win story. It's not like, <laughs> There's a lot of people who became poker players that shouldn't have become poker players because they cash big in their yeah. first tournament. Everyone thinks they're good when they win a poker tournament, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, what are these guys doing? I just, I got king-queen. It's always good when a king comes out. <laughs> but it was like, like we were just out there, my brother, my dad, uh, we had a couple, my buddy Luke, I think was out here. We just came out here to play poker, mess around, whatever. And I remember we were at Mandalay Bay playing poker. Uh, playing like five ten limit poker and I, I did really well. I, I won like maybe eight hundred dollars or something like that. And there was a thousand dollar tournament at the Bellagio. I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go walk. basically get in for free. I'm gonna walk from Mandalay Bay to Bellagio. Oh no! And this is it was hot. Obviously. Anyone's been in Vegas? The that walk. There's a reason they call it a mirage. It's a, it looks so close. The building's so big. You're like oh there it is. And then like twenty minutes later, you're like. It's still right there. Why can't it get closer? It's the exact same size. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think it, it took me about an hour to get there. Uh, I was drenched in sweat when oh, I got yeah. there. What time I, of year was that? I want to say it was like May. Okay. Yeah. Another May in Vegas story. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure it was May. <laughs> so I get in there, uh, late reg, 
like we got, I got heads up against this guy. I had him out chip probably two to one, and I didn't even know what a chop was. And Jack McClellan came up to me, famous uh, tournament director. Oh, yeah, shout out Jack McClellan. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "You guys want to talk deal?" And I was like, "What is a deal?" He's like, "Well, you guys can like chop and not play it out, and like you know split up the money." I was like, oh, "I want to do that." And the guy was like, "Oh, what kind of deal?" I was like, "Well, we'll just split it 50 50 And he was like, "Oh, yeah, let's do that." <laughs> So, so wait, you had a two two to one chip lead, yeah, and, and you I, were like 50-50. Let's chop it, <laughs> dude. You you and I, I guess I had a little online experience when I won my uh, not my first tournament, but the other one, the win one, because the guy asked me if I wanted to do a deal, and I was like, no, I'm always gonna win here, <laughs> and I think I ended up like getting a small pair in versus bigger pair like three times, and I hit a set all three times, <laughs> and, he, and he left so sad. <laughs> Because he had me, I think he had me out chipped and probably offered me even. And I was yeah. just like, I'm always going to win. Look how old you are. Look how young I am. You know how easy it is to set when you're young. That's and right. Strangely enough, it is easier to hit a set when you're young. Right? So just much for those easier. out there, when you turn uh, 35, 40, it's yeah. so much harder. Beginner's luck in yeah. poker lasts from 21 to 29. That, that is true. Just so you guys know. That is true. <laughs> so, anyway, that was uh, after I, I won that tournament. It was, I think I got it for like 40K or something like that. So wait, like you that. did the walk from Mandalay Bay yep. all the way to the Bellagio. Yes. Played the daily. A 1K nightly tournament, which just always got like 150, 300 people. I mean, it was just a shit ton of people. And so, how much was that chop for? Uh, I think I got like around 40K, I think. I, 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 maybe 45, but like it was a shit ton. Like it was big tournaments back then. Yeah, 1K, like, 1K tourneys paying out 80 basically every night. <laughs> It's crazy to think about like how it's changed the other way, but like during those times, a lot of the people I talked to, the, the pros, they wanted it more extreme. They wanted to pay like five percent, two percent of the field, and they wanted it like eighty percent to go to first place and nothing else. So a lot of them wanted it all or nothing, and it was just like at the time I was like, oh yeah, this probably makes sense because yeah. I had won the only tournament I ever played. Yeah, I like, oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I wish I would have got more. <laughs> I like more. But like now, that, now that we're on the other side of it and seeing like we're paying like you know twelve, fifteen percent now, and like you know it's, I think it's like we've, a flatter scale. I think we've both gotten second or third before, and it hurts. <laughs> that is true. It, it's it's uh, a little first world problems to say, <laughs> but man, you don't think I just won a hundred thousand? You think I just lost a hundred thousand yeah. <laughs> when it's double? It's it's such a weird feeling when like you go out with friends to celebrate your big victory of getting second place or fifth place in a tournament. You're like, oh my gosh, you just won 50k. It's like, I did not. I lost 150k. Yeah. <laughs> I already got 50k locked up. My beer is half empty, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> but, but that's why tournaments are a motherfucker. They just are. Like, I love them, but like, they are a motherfucker. I love them. I used to think, this is my life. I'm going to play tournaments all the time. I'm going to have all the glory. And then I realized, these are just fun lottery tickets. Yeah. You get to You get to play them. And, you know, someone's got to win. It could be you, but it's not you. <laughs> That's true. And I've, I've been so much happier the last probably like three, four years treating, like you said, treating tournaments as a luxury, like a, a, a chance to do well, but like basically treating them as th lighting money on fire. Like mm -hmm. knowing as soon as I buy the ticket, it's just the money's gone and I just want to go have fun and give it the best chance and try not to get upset. And Dude, you're, you're so right because... I mean, this is more of like a family thing for me, but like my wife is a teacher. My kids obviously are school-aged kids and they they have the summers off. And like that's the time you want to be grinding tournaments. And like I used to just like 
I gotta play all these tournaments. I'm gonna give something up if I don't play it. I gotta be there to collect. And I spent a lot of years not collecting <laughs> and also missing out on family time. So it's just like, now life is so good that we have our game and we just like play on our terms. Sure, we're playing maybe a little bit late at night, but we're not playing like as often, you know? And right. we're, I don't know, I can just take a day off, you know, take the, take the fam to Disneyland. I've I've gone very heavy back and forth until three or four years ago about just diving super hard into tournaments. Basically from like 2008 to like 2015, 16, especially like, oh my God, like it's just a day, like you wake up, what tournament is today or what tournament is going on today? Get on card play or whatever. And just like, oh, is it the win? It's a 400? That's fine. I'm in. Or it's the Venetian 600? I'm in. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And you're just either playing for six hours or 14 hours. And you just show up the next day and you do the exact same thing. And 99% of the time, you just go home sad and maybe pick a fight with your wife. I don't know. <laughs> These are hypotheticals. But it doesn't I told you not to play today. <laughs> to your point on uh, on cash games being like the saving grace of the, of the poker player, until three or four years ago, we both were probably not losing players, but like at the moment in time going forward, we would be losing for sure in the cash games we were playing. Everyone was getting so good, everyone's yeah. using computers, yeah. and we were just like from the social talking at the table land of poker. I wasn't at first, but like from all the home games I played, like building relationships with the people I'm playing with, that was like really important to me and it was really nice to like have that with the people I'm playing with. Even if I don't see them like outside of that, I when I'm there playing with them, it's really cool to just like know everyone there and have all these inside jokes with them and whatnot. So until three or four years ago, the thing that changed is we we started our own game. Like we started playing, we started saying, you know what? Casino started allowing people to run games with their own lists. Reserve and games, yeah. yeah, reserve games. And we just, we hopped on that bandwagon. We said, you know what? Let's do a game where everybody in the game is fun to play with everybody in the game even if they're a professional poker player like it's okay to be a professional right it's okay to be a pro just not like i don't have a hoodie on but (laughs) (laughs) you know sunglasses hoodie not talking (laughs) bet (laughs) oh yeah my favorite is the 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 hand across the chest i call it the heart rate yeah just the (laughs) Check my heart rate. <laughs> wear bandanas to hide your, your neck tails and stuff like that. Yeah. It, yeah. Little it, known fact about Justin: his beard is actually a built-in neck tail. That's that's, that's why true. he grew it. He actually is very handsome under there. No, I no, promise. No, this it, actually comes off. It's still. I get home at night. It's just, oh my goodness. <laughs> you take off it's the so woolly sweet. mammoth. <laughs> but yeah, uh, running running your own game, fucking night and day difference in terms of quality of life and just like overall happiness <laughs> although it doesn't come without its political uh with whatever it comes with uh i wouldn't say seizing power but like you know trying to do your own thing you're you sometimes you take away from someone else and that's a so so i like to call our game a time machine you know it brings us back to poker in 2008 yeah, that is true yeah but you can't fuck with time without some consequences. If you've seen a movie about time travel, there are consequences. 
just like Martin McFly. His mom tried to make out with him and have sex with him. It's not quite like that, but sometimes you try to get fucked. You yeah, know, so, sometimes you sometimes you gotta just barely escape fucking your mom, and sometimes you kill baby Hitler, and you don't know if you're doing the right thing or not because he's baby Hitler. You know, he doesn't know he's gonna become that yet. Probably. <laughs> It's okay. We can edit out the baby Hitler stuff. (laughs) Or leave it in. Well, no. I don't want any Hitler fans on watching our show. (laughs) Well, they won't be watching it. We killed baby Hitler in this example. (laughs) Or we didn't, depending on your moral objections. Well, yeah. To that point, though, Germans kind of helped ruin poker a little bit for everybody. Uh, Just they did do uh, that. I I don't know. I can't speak for art. Hold on. I'm half German, so (laughs) careful. You got it, but I assume it's your bottom half. I have the Polish sausage. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) Polish sausages are bigger than regular sausages. You're right. So anyway, uh. I'm going to go backtrack a little bit, but uh, after I won that tournament, uh, I still, uh, in 2004... Oh yeah, was, you're, you're so old. Your story is so long. <laughs> I'm almost <laughs> to the end of where like, I stopped becoming interesting, I promise. Okay. But like, 2004, so I had like 40, 45k or whatever, and this is before like the, the stakes move up as far as the, uh, you know, 25 cent up to 25.50 or whatever. Um, I was like... I'm gonna. I, I've always wanted to play the main event. I'm gonna play the main event. So I, I set aside ten thousand dollars, thinking this is the only time I'm gonna play the main event. And this is back when it was at the at Binion's. I I plan it out, and I'm so excited to play. So I go down. I say El Cortez, and this is before Fremont Street's built up or that section or whatever. So you stay there. And you still have to walk like three blocks through like abandoned like uh, lots and like. It's long, but it's no Mandalay Bay to Bellagio. No, no. I, it, it, was a, it was a dream walk. But like, it, it, it was a very scary walk. Like, especially when you have $10,000 to buy in the tournament. <laughs> so I buy into the tournament. Uh, the night before, I actually play like 20-40 limit like almost all night just because I was just having so much fun. Like I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And I, it helped that I was winning. But either way, I, I, I get in the next day, and uh, anyone that's ever played in like – Pre, you know, uh, Rio or Valleys or Horseshoe or whatever. It was like tables were from like me to you, like you know, like your everyone's chairs were basically touching. Everything's like ten handed. Everything was just scrunched together, and it's low ceiling. It, it was a bit of a nightmare, but like it was such a cool feeling. You were um, too excited to care about the yeah. thigh on thigh yeah. action. Norm Macdonald was on my table. <laughs> oh, he was. And I, I was. I've always been a big Norm Norm fan. Uh, so either way, I, I, whatever, I end up losing in two point the first time you played the main, you get upset or whatever. I was, I, I bubbled-ish, like I was maybe 80 away from the money. Oh, wow. And this is the year that uh, uh, Raymer won. Raymer. Oh, and that was so long ago, you probably cashed on day one or something, right? It was close. Because like, you start, <laughs> you start with 10,000 chips. Right. And you're playing like 25, 25 or 25, 50 blinds, like level one. So okay, so yeah, easy to go out. It, it, it's not hard. I, I, I could have been all in the very first hand, actually. Really? So quick quick hand history. Like I, I hate like hand history. It's too hard, especially when you're not interested. But this just shows how scared I was. Uh, I open ace-jack, like middle position, get called behind. It just comes ace-jack five, and I'm just six to midnight. Could not be happier. And like I bet, and the guy raises, or like, the guy calls, and I was like, ah, this is nice. 
turn is a jack, and I just elated. Bet I, I probably bet like five hundred or something like that, <laughs> and he made it like two thousand, and I shit my pants. I didn't know what to do. I'm On not the second boat. <laughs> I I'm just I I'm not even thinking about the hands that beat me. I just think I'm beat, and I'm just like. I, I can't win. I, this is this is stupid. Like I'm gonna go out the very first hand of my dream event, and like I, I can't like I can't even think of it. I didn't this is, think this of is a the hand. First hand. Very first hand. Okay. I, I, I did not consider what hands beat me. I promise you, like none of that went through my right, head at all. Right. Like, there was no like oh only aces beat me. Like it was none of that. It was just like I'm beat. It was absolutely don't know how, yeah. but I'm beat. So I called because I, I have to, you uh-huh. know. And the river was a, a nine, and I check, and I'm just I'm ready to like. Cycle, call whatever call and just like and he bet like three thousand and I was like oh, I got a call I guess and I call and he turns over Jack Nine for like for a boat. Boat. Second and I boat. doubled up the very first hand. And <laughs> the guy that like the guy that was against was right next to me he was like yeah, good call good call <laughs> and in, in my head again I was just like it was a good call thank, thank you. you thank you <laughs> I could have easily you. lost it. In the pot. it was a good call and in his mind he's like what a fucking idiot oh my god yeah those... I should have gotten broke that hand. <laughs> Those chips that could have elevated you to, to cashing that yeah, year, <laughs> for sure. But anyway, I, I ended up semi bubbling the, uh, the the uh, the main event, and I was devastated. It was a long walk back. What to uh, Cortez. what year was that? Two thousand four. So moneymaker had won. Moneymaker two thousand four. You played the Raymer year that he won. Yeah, right. And that was the last year. That was your it first was solely year. at the the at Binions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. It, it was fun. It was a, it was a great first experience. But all that being said, like I honestly thought that was the last time I, I would ever play the main event ever again, uh, at all. Uh, you know, fast forward to where I because you were still had a job at that time, right? Yeah, yeah. So you just flew out just for this. Yeah. And you it, played a little Vegas session, and then you played the main yeah, event, and then flew back. Yeah. And then flew back. It was I, I had some buddies like that were out there as well to root me on and gamble with as, yeah. as well. But like, yeah, it was it was a short. I want to say maybe I booked it for another like two or three days after that, just in case I, I ran deep or whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, but that the rainy year got a lot of TV coverage or whatever, and it was a lot of fun to watch. But it was it was a little heartbreaking to see some of the guys I played with and see You're the, like, that guy the, sucks. The that guy sucks. They're as bad as Marconi. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun nostalgic time. I, I will say that it was it was great. Oh man, that's such a good story. So Every how day. long how long between your main event, almost cash, till you moved to Vegas? Uh, three years. Working as an engineer, built my bankroll up, and like in 2005, I know I want to at least give it a shot. So I'm a bit of a, a nerd, I guess, when it comes to this, but like I made a list of like 30 things that I wanted to do before I, I went to my boss and told him I was going to quit to play poker for a living. And just a host of dumb stuff or whatever, but like some of it was bankroll stuff. Yeah, but give like, me some of them. I need to hear um, some of the 30. <laughs> the uh, dirty 30. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to put it aside 25000 in like a CD or like some kind of investment thing that I couldn't touch or whatever for a little while uh-huh. just in case like Back up bank roll. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I needed to I think I had to be vested in uh, I think I had to work for three years to be vested in whatever like a TSP program like basically a retirement, retirement deal? program okay. right uh, I had to get I wanted to get Morgan's my you know at the time girlfriend's approval uh, uh-huh her parents' approval, my parents', parents approval. Wow. Yeah. There was some uh, there's some phone calls to be had. What a southern boy. Yeah. You're from, you're from uh, you love you love Denver, but you're you're from North Carolina. I can tell. <laughs> I, I I can tell you asked for the hand. I, I was definitely raised a southern southern gentleman, that's for sure. Yeah. That is a shout out to my mom. Yeah, set up straight. I see that's you slashing. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> I, I, the ghost of my dad would be behind me right now just 
pushing my like back forward like this. So anyway, <laughs> I, I actually the the night that I asked my wife to marry me, like a, like a couple weeks before, I I talked to her parents about me possibly like doing poker and asking for her hand in marriage as you do when you're raised in the South. Yeah. And they, they were okay with it. They seemed very encouraging. They were definitely excited about me asking her, you know, to marry. We've been together for five years at this point. Oh, wow. A long yeah. time, yeah. Yeah. And living together for a full year. So either way, like, I, I, we take out to a fancy dinner. We come back. And, like, during dinner, I was like, do you mind if I quit my job and play poker for a living? And she, without batting an eye, she's more interested. She's like, absolutely. Let's do this. I can't like, wait. You get down on one knee. You hold your wrist up. Put a WSOP bracelet on me, sweetheart. <laughs> put it on me. Baby girl, put it on me. <laughs> I, that's how I picture yeah. it went. <laughs> no. So, yeah, obviously she was very happy. She said yes. You know, just very book-ending uh, when it comes to the marriage thing. But she was so happy, she immediately called and texted all her friends. And we got married uh, a year later, which was... All the way wonderful, but like during that year, I basically accomplished everything I wanted to do as far as like my, my list of 30. And I put in my two weeks, or actually two months notice uh, with, with my boss. Everyone knew like this whole time anyway. It was, it was kind of fun last year. Like we actually played, like there's a group of probably like eight of us. We played poker on our lunch break for like a year. Oh. And then it was, it was kind of fun just because they were like, ah, you're going to quit and like leave us anyway. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I quit my job in, in 2006, got married in 2006, and moved out to Vegas in 2007. Just because, I, I mean, I didn't even have to deal with it much, but like I, I was just traveling all the time. I thought it was just like, I would just play online, play a few home games, and that would be enough. But like I found myself addicted to tournaments for obvious reasons, because I thought it was good. And I, I, I was leaving for like a week of every month, going to Foxwoods or going to Atlantic City or going to Tunica, yeah. going to Biloxi, going to Vegas. And like, it got very tiresome. You just moved where the action was, so you could yeah. be home at night. Well, I, my dream <clears throat> then was to like play a WPT. Like that's all I wanted to do, and so like I would literally. And you're talking to a WPT champion right now. <laughs> this is the champ over here. The champ is here. I, I yeah, put in my time. You know, I, 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 I got I got a nice first, a second. Fifth, sixth, I don't know. I got a bunch of uh, high. WPT, I'm really good at. WSOP, it's so crazy how professional poker players view the summer as the time to make most of their money. And that's when I treat it to lose most of my money. I, it's I, gambling time. <laughs> whatever, how many years I've been a professional, I think I've had two winning uh, World Series pokers. Wow. That's it. After I moved to Vegas in 07, I, I thought I was hot shit and it came out here. Played the 10-20 game every single day, and I was winning, and it, it got a little mundane, and that's when like stupid Justin started showing up, and it was like, these guys are tight. You can win even more if you just start bluffing. Oh, more. old guts, Justin. Yeah, he's like, they got straight flushes, <laughs> but call. <laughs> yeah. I'm you call. Wait, you call. Yeah, that's, that's, guts. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Gutston. <laughs> yeah, my bankroll went from gosh, I don't even remember what it was. I had a decent bankroll coming out here. From a pile to a smile. You yeah. you're just making no money anymore, yeah, huh? Yeah. Two thousand like the December of two thousand eight, I think it was two thousand eight, maybe two thousand seven even. I had burned through most of my bankroll and I remember the last time I played before I, I had to like figure some shit out. Dan Bilzerian busted my ass. <laughs> Shout out Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> we were playing twenty five fifty and I had five K 
not on the table. Everything else was on the table that I before I had to pack up the, our stuff and move back home. You had five k. I, 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 I think you? I had like ten k on the table and yeah. another five k like in my box. Oh, okay. And, then, and like after that, it was just it was quits. It was just go back be an engineer time. So you're down <laughs> to your last. So, so I, you got fifteen k. Ten on the table. Ten on the table. Five in my box. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A very lonely, sad box. But like basically, we played ten twenty every single day. But when certain people like Biffer, Bilzerian, Carrie uh, Katz, even it, like these are legendary names to, to everyone now. But like we, we treated these people like the biggest fish in the world. Super VIP. So like we would bump up 1020 to 2550 because we knew they wanted to play bigger and we would all fight to get seats like chumps. So either way, like the game's great in my opinion. Basically it's just a bunch of pros and, and Bilzerian. And like Who's the most winningest pro of all time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. To him, yeah. Which might actually be true. I don't know. I that, after a little after a little experience in the reserve game, private game world. It could be true. I would not, yeah, I would not bet against his his recounting of being the biggest winner in like poker history from like the two thousands, <laughs> early two thousands. I completely agree. For what it's worth. Anyways, so you got Bill Zarian, you got Blitz at the table. So it was a bunch of pros and Blitz. Uh, he he puts a straddle on because that's what he does. It, not to mention he sits with like a quarter million dollars, like, and everyone else is sitting between like five and fifteen because we're all scared little. Yeah, yeah. Well, for you, that's just all you had. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're I not scared. Money. You had your biggest piece of your bankroll <laughs> on the table that's by true. comparison. Net worth-wise, you were the most aggressive. <laughs> he straddled. There's a limp. So quarter 50, he's got the 100 on. Yep. There's a limp. Oh, you remember this hand. Oh, 100%. Let's that, go. I mean, this, 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 this hurt my heart for years. Oh, it's stuck shit. with me. A limp, another limp, and I'm under the gun plus two. Okay. And I, I have two black aces. I limp because I'm a fucking idiot. This know. actually sounds like how you typically play now. <laughs> actually, it's <not> <laughs> you haven't changed one iota. <laughs> so it gets limped a few more times. We're playing ten-handed again back in the day when that was a thing. Yeah, because uh, Dan probably got the tenth seat. Yeah, and obviously I limped because I was pretty sure either someone's going to have a good hand and try to ISO all these limpers, or Bilzerian's just going to say fuck you to everybody and just kind of go nuts. And also, to your credit, like. Great game selection in the first place. Being in the nine-handed game without Blitz, with 10 of your 15 on the table. <laughs> then Blitz comes in, 10th sure chair. Had, I'm, I'm sure I had like 2K of the 10 on there. Oh, and then you just added it. Yeah, you're just being sharp. Yeah, yeah I'm really just, I'm just putting on the rest. Okay, <laughs> so, so what does Blitz do after everybody uh, So it gets around the Blitz after, there's probably like five or six limpers. gets around the Blitz, and I think he makes it to like 1,100 or something like that. So which is which obviously dream scenario for okay, me. Okay, yeah, yeah, 11x, the, yeah. the blind. Okay, yeah. yeah. Then goes uh, fold, fold is to me. I have black aces. I'm like, ah, this is fantastic. $1,000 is a lot of money. Not to mention all this dead money. I'm just going to make it like, I think I made it 3300 Exactly like a third of my stack. Okay. 3300 It all goes around the blitz. And blitz is just like, you know, I, I honestly think he said this. I, I might be made up, but he's like, "How important is this money to you?" <laughs> and I'm fairly certain I was completely honest with him. And I was just like, "It's quite important, actually." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, cool. I call." <laughs> okay, cool. I call. I love it. It comes uh, nine, seven, six, all clubs. And you got black aces. I have black aces. This okay. Is, this is a pretty good spot. Before yeah. the flop comes out, though, Blitz is like, "Tell you what, I'm going to check dark to you." And I was like, okay, before the plot, this is before the plot ones, I was like, tell you what, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it's whatever, but it's so funny. It's like all, it's like all your poker money in yeah. the world. You're all in dark. He I, like knows you have exactly aces, probably. Well, maybe not. He might think you have ace king. Yeah, like I, I, I'm. 
honestly, I'm rooting for him to just like fold. Like, yeah. No matter what. If he even had two after, kings on a deuce, deuce, deuce board, I wanted to fold. And like, then even after you see the flop, you're like, just let, let, <laughs> let King of Clubs queen go. <laughs> just let me win this hand, please. So, <laughs> like, that, uh, whatever. He's dark check, dark all in. The flop comes out, and he's like, oh, well, I call. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And the and, running it twice wasn't a thing then. Did not run it twice there, back then. There was no thing like that. And I was like, I have aces, black aces. And he was like, oh, I got two pair. He had like red nine six. Oh, like nine, no! Six and it just came out brick brick. And I was just like, oh. And like, I, I know it, it sounds kind of weird, but like uh, in the movies or whatever, where like people are a little like uh, punch drunk or whatever, where they can't really feel or like hear or see yeah. anything. That's exactly like, it was just like a vibration. Like You were in head. poker shock. And I was just like, oh, Okay. Walking. And like I just like walking and like I remember like a friend of mine I think Teddy Weinstock came up he was like are you okay I'm like yeah Teddy. I yeah I think I'm all right <laughs> and I just like just slowly walk out of the room and like I, I honestly think I sit down at like a slot machine for like half an hour and just like kind of just stare, stare at it. off and just in the distance <laughs> I'm like what the fuck am I gonna do what the fuck am I gonna do and like I I, I literally didn't know what I was gonna do so I'm down to last my last five k down to your last five. I, I take like two or three weeks off, just mainly like Christmas based or whatever. But like you know, don't do inside anything. you're fuming. Yeah, correct. And does Morgan know about all the fuming? Oh yeah, she she knows everything. <laughs> she knows what I'm down to. She knows how close we are to moving back. Um, back to engineering school. Yeah, and it was. I, I didn't get to the point where I was looking for jobs yet or anything, but like I, I got you were thinking about it. Yeah, I got I got <laughs> calm and I, I started planning out what I could do with the five k. And I, Venetian, just like they do today, they they run. Shit ton of small tournaments, uh, bidding in the year, so between two and like six hundred dollars, just yeah. a ton. And I just started grinding those hard. Yeah, perfect for a guy with five k and nothing to lose. Well, everything to lose. Yeah, but. like I mean, tournaments again, probably not the smartest idea or whatever. <laughs> but I would, I would literally show up a little bit early. I would play blackjack. If I lost a hundred dollars, I would quit. Um, but I was trying to win my buy-in. Wait, wait, this is true. Wait, you're down, you're down to your last five. Yeah. You know poker is your spot, yeah. and you're just like. This is back when I I'm think gonna I'm play good at okay blackjack. I'm gonna I'm play blackjack, blackjack with a hundred. Well, or wait, like where the are you goal playing? I, I, my soft loss was a hundred, but I wanted to win whatever the buy-in was that day. So you're okay. So you're playing like ten to like a quarter a hand, yeah. and then when it gets good, you're gonna yeah. bet up to a hundred. And this is how hot I run, ran that entire year. I, I honestly don't think I hit my stop loss more than once. And I think I got. So you were like a blackjack satellite player. Yes. You were getting into all these tournaments. I, I, mean, I was still going to play in the tournament, but right. like I was only going to the tournament's going to cost me a hundred dollars more some of the times. But like this time, so many times I was just like, oh, here's two hundred dollars. I just made buying the tournament two hundred dollars. Oh, the tournament's four hundred dollars today. Okay, I just run it up four hundred dollars, and like I did this for like three straight weeks. Are where you like serious? I was like, yes, I was basically free rolling myself in the tournaments. Yeah. And I I honestly I was. Back against the wall, like focused, probably the kind of guy you don't want to play against, like just quiet. Clearly, very yeah, focused like, with the blackjack plan. <laughs> well, once I got to the poker table. <laughs> oh, okay. And like, it began like one of the hottest stretches I've ever had. Like, I think I cashed like four tournaments in like three weeks, and I won one of them. Uh, same kind of deal, we got like heads up, and I was begging to chop, and he, some older guy, and he's like, no, why? No, absolutely not. <laughs> and like, I ended up winning the tournament, like, I think I won a flip or whatever. It didn't matter. And it just boosted me. I, I think I ended up cashing. It's something ridiculous. Like uh, maybe like 40 times or something like that. Maybe 50 times in one year. And like it, it, it culminated with 
the uh, the five diamond at the Bellagio. Oh, I remember that one. So my bankroll still isn't great, by the way. Like I'm still just I'm great at small turns. So I think my bankroll is like 100, 150 k now. Like it's that's pretty great it's compared fantastic. to the five you yeah. were at oh, at the like, beginning like, of the I, year. I, 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 I cashed so many tournaments, but like there was a lot of min caches and whatnot. Yeah, so you were like happy but disappointed in no, yourself. No, I, I was I was so happy. Oh, I, you were like, happy. I, I, I was okay. Thrilled. And then like I, I made a lot of good friends, uh, Shannon Tour, Eric Baldwin. Uh, Michael Katz, Cody Slayball, whatever, go down the list. Yeah. And uh, they talked me into playing this uh, uh, $1,500 satellite, single, uh, single table satellite to the 15K buy in. Buy in. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And uh, I, I ended up getting like third or something like that, which doesn't pay shit. Or actually, I got heads up to uh, ah, whatever, it doesn't matter. So luckily for me, uh, Adam Geyer, Shannon Shore came to me and were like, dude, we, let, let, let us, like, we want you to play. Let us buy a piece. I said, okay, that's fine, but I'm going to have to sell more. So I went to the 1020 guys. I remember this. I was there, like, when you were selling, I think, yeah. did Tom Locke have a piece? Tom Locke had a piece, Teddy Weinstock, uh, Bike Kenny had a piece. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny. Yeah, I love Kenny. Great uh, I want to say even, like, uh, Blackjack Ken, Kenny had a piece. Like, okay. So, like, between everyone with the 1020 and Adam Geyer and Shannon Shore, I think I sold, like, 40% or something like that. So you, Okay, so you got in with a nice chunk of yeah. like your own action. Yeah, and safe kind of deal. Like, How much did you like put up? Uh, whatever, 60% of it. So there was no like markup or anything like no, that? No. Oh, actually, you know, I remember you saying like there's no yeah. markup on I, this when you came up to the 1020 because I was playing 1020 then. Not that I could afford it. But I was, <laughs> and I remember you selling it to people, and I was like, oh, I'm not buying that. It's so weird, like, how markup wasn't really a thing until, like, 2010, 11, or whatever. I just wanted to fucking play. Like, I didn't care. Like, I just wanted to pay them to invest in me. I agree with you, and when I sell action to friends in tournaments, yeah. I don't charge markup. Yeah, me. I just, I just, I'm just like, you know what? I want to play this big tournament. I can't afford it. You are actually helping me out. Right. Exactly. To play yeah. And so you put up like what, like nine of the 15, 18? Yeah, I think it was like yeah, somewhere between eight and nine. I can't remember. Okay. It wasn't, ex it didn't fall exactly at 60 40, but it was somewhere between right. that and 70 30. So. Okay. And uh, just long story short, I, I ran like a God. Kings and the Aces, like, <laughs> like one of the very first hands and lost like two thirds of my stack. Wait, what? In the very beginning? Yeah, it, it was set over set too. Like, I, I should have lost more. Damn. But like again, I was playing. Old scared. Ace Jack Justin came yeah, out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. Like, I think I like four bet with kings, and it came king high, and the turn was an ace. And you just had him on aces. And the, but he check raised the turn on me. Oh, and, and he just like, didn't go all in on the river. I was just like, yeah, what? Hey, I didn't, yeah, you didn't go all in on the river. And yeah. Just, so whatever. And I go back. The ten twenty still running upstairs, and I go and I tell him the hand history, and like Tom Locke was like, Justin, you got this. It's okay. Like. Uh, behind you, like Tommy I, Dog, you made yeah. him win the uh, not win it, but you made him go deep in this it, tournament. It, it meant a lot to me, it truly <laughs> did. And like from there, I, I, I think I finished with like an average stack or something like that, and just went on and ended up getting second place to Chino Reem. Shout out Chino, love Chino, love some Chino. He's, <laughs> he's a, uh, a frequent uh, player at uh, table one, it's by true. The way. He's a frequenter. And uh, just a quick story about Chino uh, and this tournament. Uh, we're heads up, I have chip lead on him. Uh, whatever he puts a bad beat on me and then like soon after that he beats me but like uh, the break right beforehand we make a deal and uh, like even though I had a chip lead like uh, we negotiated something that was probably better for Chino than me uh, but it was something to the effect of where if he won he was going to owe me like 300,000 um, which ended up happening oh because back then 
There was no... They didn't facilitate anything, so it was... Right, they wouldn't enforce a right. deal. It was Adam Geyer, Shannon Shore, Mike Misraki, and another one of his friends, might have been uh, uh, Robert Misraki, was there, and they, they kind of were there to, like, you know, be witnesses to the deal. Right. And uh, so either way, like, he ended up beating me and, like, videoed me, like... But just, he, he agreed to the yeah, deal. Yeah, uh, 100%. And so if he beat you, he owed you 300 If you beat him... It was, like, 200 You would owe like him. Yeah. Okay, because you had the lead. Okay, so... It was, like, 180 to 300 I think that's exactly And he just, was. like, man of his word, yeah. paid you right away. Unfortunately not, but it's not his fault. <laughs> okay. So what happened was... Oh, I want to hear this. <laughs> I've never heard this, so I want to hear it. So, uh, like I said, like, I went in probably, like, a two-to-one chip lead... Uh, I got bad needed not to win it right away. Like I got in two pair against this flush draw. Uh, then he, he outplayed me and he, he crushed me. He, he won. And also on the break before, one of the producers from WPT came to me and was like, look, no matter what happens, second place, first place, you're going to be our 100th uh, millionaire made on WPT. We want to make a big deal of this. Like, do you mind sticking around for an interview? We'll probably like, you know, we're going to give you like a, a plaque or like, you know, balloons, whatever. I was like, yeah, sure, of course. Because I this is back when I thought I was going to win. Yeah. And <laughs> so as soon as I, I lost, I just fucking beelined out of the studio. Like, just So just he beat you. Me. You lost. You just fucking yeah. took like, off. The producers what? are trying so to talk wait, to me. For like, context, what was first place and what was second uh, place in, the, in real money, in the tournament, and then, like, what you were going to get? So in, as far as the tournament's concerned, first place is, like, $1.5 million. Second place was... Like 980k or something like that. Okay, so they had improved the flatness yeah. of the. It's still, I mean, it's bit. still a big deal. It's a lot, but yeah. yeah, it's not double. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a double. Maybe it might have been 950 or something like that. Okay. But still, we were playing so quite a bit. Yeah, and so I, I, I can't, I can't see anyone. Like kind of similar. I'm just like so pissed. Like it was, it's not. Congratulations on winning 950,000 or whatever. You assumed you were winning. Yeah, like yeah, when exactly. when all the deals were being made, everything. I just, you just had the competitor's I, mindset. You're like, I'm winning this tournament. I honestly thought it was just fate. So like, I just beeline it out of there. Uh, I get paid out uh, by Jack again by, by 950 or whatever, and I'm out to eat with uh, Morgan, uh, myself, Adam Dyer, and like Shannon Shore, and I'm just like, I'm paying them like they're they're pieces of, of the, the, sure. the payout, and I'm just like, oh fuck, I gotta get 300k from like Chino. I was like, shit, I forgot to like do it, and and I don't I don't even have his number. Like we didn't exchange phone numbers, and I'm just like. Looking at Shannon, I was like, do you know how to get a hold of him? He's like, no. So I'm just like, this, the money's just gone. Like, this sucks. And then, like, no joke, we're, we're just eating. And, like, I'm trying to forget about, like, you know, the, the 300K that I'm supposed to get. And Chino comes up to me maybe, like, 20 minutes later. And he's just like. At the restaurant? Yeah. He's like, dude, I've been looking everywhere for you. No one knew where you were. Oh, like, dude, God. like, here. And he just, like, gave me, like, a bunch of cranberries. And he's like, here. Cranberries are 25K chips days. for the uninitiated. <laughs> <laughs> and I just—it was the nicest thing, like, like ever. Like, I mean, Dude, he, I, he was obligated, but like at the same point, he didn't—he was literally looking for a good hour and a half, two hours, trying to find me in a casino somewhere, just yeah. so he could pay me off. So yeah. anyway, that—that's that was just my my year of. Uh, so you went. So to recap, you went five k in your pocket after getting fully dusted by Bill Zarian, like fast forward exactly January of that year, year, almost to the day. Like I'm not even joking. It was like so December, December, January. So okay, so December of the year before. You lose everything except for 5K. Mm -hmm. By the time 11 and a half months cycles around, you've got 150K roughly from yeah, all your tournament caches. Yeah. And then you bink for like a million basically, a little, a little over. A little bit even more. But, yeah, but I, like half for you. Right. Like I, I think it worked out where 
so your bankroll it was like 1.2 or something i had to pay out like 400k or something like that okay so you're you basically are a millionaire at the end of the year that's right yeah go from 5k to like from 5k to a million in a year (laughs) that's fucking incredible and that's the year you won or you got second to chino the man uh in in the five diamond and then and then that what, what year was that I, 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 2008 or 2009. Check it, check his hand. No, I, think, I think it's 2008. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 2008, which means... So the, that's the year I moved here. So yeah. that was the year that I paid you. Right. So basically, I'm responsible for it. I gave him some money in October, <laughs> and that's what sent him on his way. <laughs> I mean, just think how quick it happened. Like, I moved out here in 2007, and it took me all of probably, whatever, six months, eight months oh, and to lose almost all my bankroll and like want to go back. And then... Just follow it up with like the best year that even to this day I've ever had, and it's not close. After I, I had my good year, I'm like, oh, I'm really good at poker again. And yeah. all of a sudden, the confidence goes to the roof, and you don't think you need to like do well or right. anything like I that. I should blow some of this money. Yeah. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I remember the next World Series, I'm like, I just want to play every event. I want to win the player of the year. Like, that was my goal. And like, I never played seven card stud or like Omaha High Low before, but I certain shit got in. Like, every <laughs> you never and played him. I mean, I knew the rules, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, the rules. I, think I, I honestly think I played 50 tournaments that year, and I think I cashed in like three. It was not a good start. It was the, the start of the downfall. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to win after you win. That's the rule yeah. of uh, poker and every other skill-based trajectory <laughs> I've ever heard of. Everyone who wins, the next year they don't win. <laughs> The thing is, yeah, like the, the reason why I won that year, or the reason why I think most people win in poker is because not because they're lucky, win. it's because their backs up against the wall, or like you know they they're super focused and they're they're super intent on winning. This is specifically like tournament poker, uh-huh. I think. And then after a good score, a good year, then all of a sudden it's just you don't have that pressure on you more. Like now it's yeah. just like I'm good. You're not hungry. I deserve the money instead of I don't need to. Like there's yeah. a difference between like. You go from hungry money to deserving the money. Go from hungry to expecting. Exactly. Yeah, and you're then, right. And every time I'm on the other side of it, I'm like, oh, well, I'm never gonna do that again. <laughs> that was stupid. And I think it's happened probably three or four times since then. Like it's it, it it's inevitable. It's just it's always inevitable. But if you just you get money, just gotta give it away. Got a socialist it. program. That's all. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Okay, I think everybody knows us now. Should yeah. we should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's just wrap it up. Uh, hope you guys continue to follow uh, and subscribe. Arts make arts pants vibrate. Um, My pants will vibrate for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, until next time, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Cheers. Me and my buddy, we make it all of this money. Yeah, I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching us lagging. Me and my buddy, we working hard for this money.